What's up, guys? Welcome to another Daily Bible Reading Snapshot. Today we're continuing the book of Leviticus. This is day number two for us in Leviticus, and we are studying the different offerings. Yesterday we studied all of the voluntary offerings, or the sacrifices that people could do out of their free will and their offering of worship to God. Today we're looking at different ones, though. These ones, the sin offering and the guilt offering, these are two that people had to give because of something they did. And God said, if you do this, I want you to do this in response. So the sin offering, what's that all about? Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. These people were supposed to give these offerings based on sins that they committed. So if they did something to wrong somebody or that that harmed someone else, not only were they supposed to pay them back, they're also supposed to give these offerings. And the sin offering specifically was for sins that you committed where you couldn't really pay someone back. Like, how do you pay them back for that wrong thing you did against them? It was hard. So God said, I want you to give these sin offerings because I want you to know how serious it is. But also, I want you to think it through for the next time that we want to learn from our sin so that we're not committing it anymore because God takes it seriously. So chapter 4 describes that. The beginning of chapter 5 also describes that. The middle of chapter 5 starts describing the guilt offerings. And these are for sins that you commit against someone else and you can pay them back. So this was different. They were supposed to add one-fifth or 20%. So let's just say in a situation you did something that hurt someone else's cow, right? Let's just say their cow. Um, and you did something on accident that hurt someone's cow. And when you do that, you, you pay them back by giving them all the money that the cow is worth. And then you add 20% extra and say, I'm sorry, um, you know, I'm paying you back, but I'm paying you back even extra for what I did wrong to you. Um, just know that this text gives that pattern, but also think about it. If you were an Israelite and you had to give back more than what you did, it's one, it's going to keep you from wanting to harm anybody, even accidentally. Because something you might notice about these sins are, it says if someone sins unintentionally, or they do something that's wrong and they're not even really thinking about it being wrong at the time, or they think it's right and they do it and it turns out it was wrong. It says these were sin offerings that they were supposed to offer to God as a response to that. So, that's what these are about. And we read more about them in chapter 6, but also in chapter 6, we get instructions for the priests and the ways that they were supposed to administer the whole sacrificial system. So it'll be interesting as you read that to pick up what exactly they were supposed to do. So that's Leviticus today. Um, let's talk about Matthew chapter 25. That's where we're looking now in the New Testament. Um, basically continuing that same idea that we were talking about with the Olivet Discourse, but now we're talking about different parables. We're really going to study two parables today. The first one is called the parable of the ten virgins. And this is a story that Jesus tells to show you need to be ready for me to come back. Uh, the first ten or the first five of these people in this illustration, they are completely ready for the for the person to come. They, they have all their lamps trimmed. They make preparation and the other five don't. And it says that the one five that was ready didn't even need to share with the ones that weren't because they just weren't ready. They weren't ready for um, this potential groom right, to come back. Uh, but he says it's kind of like that with the church. There's going to be people who are ready for me to come back and there's people that aren't going to be ready. I want to be a person that's ready. The second parable he tells is a parable of the talents. This is actually probably more famous. You probably heard this taught or you probably um, heard this before growing up. But this is the parable where the master gives his servants different amounts of money that they're supposed to use and invest in different things. And it says the one who got five made five more. The one who got two made two more. And the one that got one took it and buried it in the ground and didn't use it. 
The idea here is you're supposed to use what God has given you in this short amount of time between um, the the inauguration um, of Jesus as the king through his resurrection and also when he takes his power and he starts to, to reign. Between these two time periods, right, what are we supposed to do? Well, it says God gives us gifts and we're supposed to use them. How are you using them? And are you ready to give account for that? That's the message that Jesus gives us here. So it should help us think through, wow, what has God given me that he wants me to use in the church? What does he give me that he expects me to use for his kingdom? Well, if I'm not using them for God, well, then at the end, I'm going to have to stand before God and he's going to say, I gave you all these things. How did you use them for me? And the answer is, for some of us, well, I didn't use them very well. I certainly don't want to be in that camp. I hope that you don't want to be in that camp either. I want to be a person who uses exactly what God has given me, um, and I hope you want to use exactly what God has given you to do what he wants you to do. So at, let that be some motivation today as you think through this passage. Let's do what God wants us to do with all that he's given us to do it. So, all right, guys, that's it. We'll see you back tomorrow for another DBR Snapshot.